Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. He will walk with you. He will, he will have fellowship. And Paul said, I want to know him. I want to know him. And that's a lifelong pursuit. It's, it's a lifelong adventure. Because I, you understand, I've, I've been walking with Jesus 28 years now. I know him a lot better than I did 28 years ago. I don't know him as well as I'm going to know him a thousand years from now. And don't kid yourself, a thousand years from now, I'll still be here and I'll still be learning. Do you see what I'm saying? I'll still be growing. I'll still be learning. It'll still be an adventure. There'll be more to come. As Pastor Robert continues his teaching through the book of Philippians, he'll be encouraging us to be like the Apostle Paul in the way that he was never satisfied with having a mediocre relationship with God. Just as Paul consistently sought after the heart of God to know Him more, we too should have that same vigor. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. had bad dreams after I moved to Miami because I came down here to train as a missionary. Had nightmares that I'd be dropping F-bombs, you know, at the missions training class and stuff. Really had bad dreams about it. I really did. But I had total gutter mouth. And this guy was just calling me out. He's like, you're, you're a Christian and you talk like that? Really? And it made me mad, but it made me think. Do you understand? Really made me mad, but it made me think. Am I missing something here? Because I understand what he's saying. I don't see F-bombs going off in heaven. Don't think it's going to be like that. And since, I mean, that's going to be really awkward for me. What does this mean? To know him. Well, it actually means knowing him. It means, it means fellowship. You know, once, once I made that decision to trust him with my life and, and look to him, to teach me and to lead me and to change me, once I began to actively do that, actively enter into a relationship with him, I, I began to realize he's walking alongside me. I'm going through my day, and the Lord just, he would show me something. I, I don't even know how to explain it exactly. It's just like I'd have this thought that I recognized, okay, that's not me. What is that? And it would just be a, this awareness. It, it's him. And I'd be reading the Bible. You know, I started reading the Bible, and as I'm reading the Bible, things would just, you know, like they would just leap off the page about my life. This applies to me. This is for me. He knew I was going to be reading this today. It's for me. And I began to realize he's walking with me. You know, the the two of us are having fellowship. Do you understand the idea of fellowship, right? I was teaching on this a few years ago, and Mark, sitting back there at the computer, Mark's a marine surveyor, works with boats and stuff. And he's like, Robert, it's it's literally a a term that two ships, they're traveling together. They might even be tied together, linked. You know, there's fellow a fellowship. 
It's not just about having coffee and eating sweet stuff, you know. It's about going together through life. He wants to go together. He wants to come alongside you and, and have fellowship with you going through life. And that, now, the beauty of that is that he knows how it really works. That was the thing that convinced me to trust him with my life, with my eternity. Because I realized, wait a minute, he did this. He did this. I mean, it'd be like Steve Jobs tutoring you, you know, about how to use the iPad. Only Jesus is perfect. He will walk with you. He will, he will have fellowship. And Paul said, I want to know him. I want to know him. And that's a lifelong pursuit. It's, it's a lifelong adventure. Because I, you understand, I've, I've been walking with Jesus 28 years now. I know him a lot better than I did 28 years ago. I don't know him as well as I'm going to know him a thousand years from now. And don't kid yourself, a thousand years from now, I'll still be here and I'll still be learning. Do you see what I'm saying? I'll still be growing. I'll still be learning. It'll still be an adventure. There'll be more to come. You know, I love that song, and I know Calvary Kendall's all about that, you know, the best is yet to come. Well, yes, and it always will be. It always will be if you're following Jesus. Second thing I want you to notice from this passage, though, is Paul talks about the fellowship of his sufferings. And my reaction, and I read that, I'm like, I don't want none of that. Fellowship of his sufferings? I mean, I want to know him, and I want fellowship with him, but the sufferings part? Anybody here want more suffering? Sign up. I'm, I'm, let me sign up for more suffering. I'm like, no, I had enough. I've been through some stuff. I don't want any more suffering. But see, Paul wasn't saying he wanted more suffering in his life. What he was saying is, I want to share in the suffering of Jesus because the suffering of Jesus is producing eternal fruit. And, you know, I was talking about this a little bit last night, and one of the brothers that is retired, he's a retired army officer, he said, you know, Robert, there's something about sharing in suffering that produces a depth of relationship that can't be produced any other way. Do you ever think about that? I mean, why do we have, why does the military have boot camp? And, and that's what he was talking about. He said, we, you know, we make those people suffer together. Why? Because it bonds them, bonds them to each other. And they're going to need that bond quite possibly as they go into the field. They're going to need it. They're going to have to be able to rely on each other, depend upon each other. Now, see, here's the thing. I asked you guys last week, do you want a stronger faith? How many people want a deeper faith? And we talked about it, right? Faith comes by hearing from him, and hearing from him is going to come by what? The Word of God. You don't get it any other way. You spend some time in the Word, he'll speak to you. He himself will teach you. He himself will instruct you, and your faith will grow. But let me tell you something else. If you'll walk with him for a while and share in his suffering, do you realize he's suffering right now? We know he suffered physically on the cross, but we, a lot of times we don't think about the fact that he's suffering today when he looks at, at your friends and your neighbors and your family members who don't know him. He suffers. He wept over Jerusalem, and he weeps over Miami Beach. I promise you. He's suffering. When you share in his suffering, do you understand that the depth of relationship with him increases exponentially? Do you understand what I'm saying? Paul said, I, I want... I want that. I want the fellowship of his sufferings. I want to feel what he feels. I, I, I want to think what he thinks. And, and, I, and I want to live according to his plan and purpose. Not mine, because the best I can do, you know, I can only plan. I've found that I can really only plan for the next year. 
You know, I mean, and I'm dependent. I've got this thing, you know, I've got my calendar in it and everything, and, and, and it'll repeat stuff. And you guys that use it, you know what I'm talking about. And you, I can look out maybe a year, year and a half and schedule things, you know, like I, I know that I've got to go to Virginia in January, and, and then we're looking at probably going to Denmark to visit my wife's family, hopefully next June, but that's not nailed. You know, I can plan, right? I can plan a little bit, but I can't, I can't plan much beyond that. And so I can't do a great job managing my life. A thousand years from now? You, you want me to think about a thousand years from now? Yeah, you should be making your every decision based upon the impact it'll have on you and others a thousand years from now. Well, it's impossible. Well, yeah, it's impossible for you. It's not impossible for him. He's been alive the second time for 2,000 years. The perspective changes, doesn't it? If you'll let him be in charge in your life, he will guide you all the way into eternity. He'll lead you step by step all the way into eternity. The depth of relationship. Listen, we talked about it last week. You will eventually, if you've not already gone through stuff, you will go through stuff. You're going to go through things where you need to know that you know that you can rely on him. Friday night, I did a, I did a ride-along you know, I, I do it every so often with the, the police officers as a chaplain. You know, I ride a shift with one of the cops, and we, I'm, I'm getting ready to... I'd actually told the guy, I said, you know what? You know, i, I got to be up early tomorrow morning, so I should probably go on home. It was like 11.30, quarter to 12. I should probably go ahead and go back to the station, you know, and, and get on the bike and go home. And he's like, all right, no problem, Pastor. I'll drop you off. And then we hear the emergency tone go off. There had been an armed robbery over on Collins Avenue. And, and, and as we get there, as we're pulling, and we were only three blocks away, but by the time we pulled up, when we pulled up, and, and I jumped out of the car, and, and I, I see all these police officers with their guns drawn surrounding a car. And it looked just like what happened back Memorial Day weekend. And I'm thinking, oh, here we go. All these guys with their guns drawn, you know, and they're, and they're shouting commands to the people in the car because they had robbed somebody with a gun. Was, if it, I don't know if it turned out to be the right people or not, but I heard it all on the radio, you understand? Somebody got robbed at gunpoint, and they believed that was the car. It had just happened. They believed that was the car. Those were the subjects. And so, you know, it's like, okay, they got a gun. We got, we got to have our guns on them, and they're, they're getting them out of the car, getting them on the ground. And, and you know, all, all of this stuff is, is going on. Do you understand that they needed to know they could rely on each other? And I kind of wanted to know I could rely on them too, right? We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you were listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor. And we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio. <laughs>